How are you, man? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing good. All right. Uh, how's uh, the scooter accident going? Oh, my God. Well, it is. It's my hand is feeling a little bit better, but it's like still sore. Yeah. My arm, it doesn't really hurt anymore. But I can like, you like kind of like still feel like the, sh- like the stress on it a little bit, but I'm not really going to force myself to do anything I can't do. Yeah. Well, I think that, um, you know, just uh, get a bike and <laughs> yeah. scooter kid. That, that's, that's the plan. Hopefully I get one by the end of this month. Yeah, that really does suck though. Um, I'm just glad nobody saw me. I like I looked around <laughs> when I got up, and I was like, "There's no cars. It's nobody on the sidewalk, but somebody could be looking through their window right now." Yeah, <laughs> I didn't even give my chance. I mean, I didn't give me uh, any time to cup to recover. I just like got up and kept going, like nothing happened. Yeah, I was like, I "I'll can't. be fine." Yeah, it's the evil scooters. You know? Yeah. Man. All right. So, welcome to AnyCast. Um, thanks for coming on. Um, you're my first guest actually on. Oh, man. So, that's pretty, yeah, that's pretty cool. I think that's one first, too. Uh, so, it'll be oh, my heart. Monday. Uh, I'm scared. Yeah. Um, a question do you want to start with first i mean we only have three questions so i or, no sorry three each so um everybody listening just please uh there's barely a script to go on it's just like questions go off of so all right um batman versus superman you mean batman versus spider-man Oh yeah, sorry. I was I literally I read it. <laughs> it's, just, it's like an automatic. I'm sorry. Yeah, Batman versus Spider Man. Who you think All will right. win? So for me, it's kind of a mix up because Batman has a lot of cool tech, you know, and mm-hmm. he is a pretty strong dude, and he's really experienced in like martial arts and stuff. But then Spider Man, that scene in um, I haven't seen all the new Spider Mans. I've only seen one Spider Man movie which is sad. Um, Dang, and then I've wow. seen Civil War, Infinity War, and Endgame. But I watched Homecoming, and that scene where he's bringing in the ship on both sides, like, that's, like, he's super strong with his, like, webs. So, I mean, technically, Spider-Man could win if he was swinging through Gotham City and, like, uh, just shot Batman with the webs. But at the same time, Batman has, like, the battering, which can cut through just uh I mean, I think it could cut through that stuff. Probably. Um, so for me, I don't really know, man. I mean, I think Batman might be a little bit too much smarter and quicker. And plus, he's mastered all the martial arts out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, even though Spider-Man's, like, still pretty smart, he's not, like, an adult. He's, like, some teenage kid, you know wandering around with some red and blue suit and it's just a very like even that if you see that thing if you see some kid in a red and blue suit swinging through a city at night compared to batman who's like dark gray and maybe a yellow belt not really usually um 
you know, you're going to see the Spider-Man. And yeah. so Spider-Man won't be able to see Batman. Well, actually, how does the uh, Spidey sense work? So it's kind of like, um, it's been portrayed differently in like uh, each like generation of Spider-Man for like for like three uh, for the three different uh, trilogies or duology for Andrew's case. Um, from what they've shown from the shows and comics, it just like alerts him that something bad is about to happen, and like there's like danger coming, and like he can usually figure out what it is and like avoid it as best as he can. But just because like he has it. And like, like just because like he's notified something's coming, it he doesn't automatically like know how to stop it. He can just simply like try to dodge something, but then it could just be like, just be like an attack that he do- that he tried to dodge, and then like then like somebody else just like comes in. He can like pretty much. I'm I, I'm pretty sure like if he was like say like a fist uh, fist fight with Batman, he can like dodge all of his attacks for the most part. Well, not like not every attack because Batman is pretty unpredictable. Yeah. But he can like um he can he's pretty much like a like an amber alert. It's 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 kind of hard to explain because I don't really know how it works myself, even though like yeah. I've seen it many times. It's it's just more like a sense of danger. Yeah. So for me, I think overall Batman would win. Uh what about you? What what's your case on the entire Spider-Man <sighs> Batman? So for me, um I'm doing Spider-Man based off the comics because the comic Spider-Man, he's like, he's stronger than Captain America and the Hulk. I'm pretty sure in one of the comics, he was like able to lift the entire building with ease, or at least not with ease. He kind of struggled, but like he was, he was still able to do it. It just shows you like how strong he is. Like you'll never see the Hulk holding a building. Like he can, like he's strong, but he can't lift something that heavy. And Captain America, don't even get me started. That's, that's not the question. <laughs> I think like yeah. for like for strength, Spider Man is stronger. For in- like intelligently, I think Batman will still win in that that department. He literally has a a backup plan for like every member every member of the Justice League, like how to stop him if they ever went rogue, and even how to stop himself. He's very yeah. smart. He has a lot of good tech. Spider Man doesn't really have that much tech. He just has his web shooters and then you know himself. Well, okay, but yeah, in the comics, I guess, yeah. but like, if we're going off of like the Tom Holland Spider-Man, that's an entire different story because it's like he'll, Tony just hand me down all the tech, you know. He'll probably um, lose, and I, I won't. I won't spoil why I instantly say that because you have to see the new movie. But like, yeah. I I think he'll lose. Yeah. All right. So that's disclosed, and yeah. Oh, on top of that subject, who is your favorite Spider-Man, like, out of Toby, Andrew, and mm. Tom? <laughs> just, like, just one, or is there, like, a tier list? Uh, You can do tier list on them. Okay, I'm going to do a list, because I like them all. Well, I finally started liking Tom. Um, Number one, it's Toby. Um, I think he's, like, really good at being Peter Parker, and... For him, like being Spider-Man, he's pretty decent. Of course, like he doesn't really make that many jokes, but like, yeah. I mean, I like I can get why he doesn't make jokes, but at the same time, Spider-Man will always crack a joke in like the most worst moments ever. Like somebody yeah. can just be bleeding out. He's like, "Well," like he just he just be like, "Well, you just spilled your red Kool Aid or something." Um, <laughs> but even though like he doesn't make that many jokes, he's pretty good at being uh, 
he's like real balanced of being Peter Parker and Spider-Man. Plus his stories in the first two are pretty well written. It kind of like goes into depth into both his um his normal life and in his hero life. For Andrew, he's his Peter Parker is all right. I I can say. I mean, it was kind of weird. I, I was I was okay with him having a skateboard. I don't I didn't really care because he still didn't have any friends. He was like kind of by himself. All he had was his uncle and aunt. His Spider Man was really good. I really loved it, especially um in the first film, like, like like he he made jokes at certain times, and then he also got serious. He definitely he like motivated that kid on that bridge scene when um, the car was burning. Even though he kind of lied about the mask giving you power, he was like trying to like calm the person down in a situation. Um, yeah. And um, his first intention actually when he became Spider Man, it wasn't it wasn't to save people. It was actually to um to find his uncle's killer. He became Spider Man. Well, he didn't have a name for himself actually. He used his powers to get revenge. But then after saving those people on that bridge, he realized what he can do with his new powers and like like he realizes it's his responsibility to to do something about something if he has the power to. I think that was really uh, well done. For Tom, it's kind of different because it happens in like his like three movies, like not in one film. Um, In the first one, he, he learns, like he knows that it's his responsibility to do something about a situation he knows he can like stop or a confrontation he can stop. He, um, I got to stop saying um. Yeah. I think... Yeah. I think he's like, I don't know how to explain it. He's kind of like trying, just like trying to like find his way. Like he knows he can be the hero he wants to be, or at least like others want him to be, but he doesn't really know how. Like when he got the start tech, he just started using that as the assist. Like he didn't know how to just strategize on his own. He yeah. did make jokes, but like he knew, like like he he was he was still able to like stop the situation. Like he wouldn't just like be overconfident in himself. And when there was like a um bat like something serious happening, he wouldn't he like if he knew he couldn't take it on by himself, he would like kind of ask for help, which I never seen the other Spider Man do. And of course, they had nobody to go to help to. Out so like I'll put Toby Andrew like Toby's first, Andrew second, Tom third. But with the new movie, I'll, I'm kind of gonna put Tom in second place for that because like in the other two films, he's he's getting he's starting to realize like like the hero he has to be to protect people that can't. That can't really protect themselves like he like to protect the city and with iron man gone the weight has just been put on his shoulders even more and like he kind of like gives himself a little bit too much but then at the same time it just shows you like how much how much he really um he really wants to like be the hero and like do the right thing like he's not just doing it for fun or turning around his peter parker is pretty decent um I think his uh, his um his normal life was pretty well ex uh, executed in terms of him like um having friends um having his aunt even though we didn't really get to see his uncle they kind of barely mentioned him his aunt was still pretty good as a support character yeah. his his uh, his villains I say were pretty pretty actually one of the like realistic up there with Otto in terms of like like the vulture he was he wasn't just doing it because of, oh I got power I got this he was like I'm trying to I'm trying to protect my family. You know, like I need the money. Like he's just doing, doing thing. He's just doing what he like what he can do, because he just lost his job because the, he just got thrown to somebody else. But like his villains are like pretty well done. They're they're all related to Iron Man, but like not in the way it wouldn't like be like cliche. It's more of like each villain that he's fought is because of Iron Man. 
Yeah. But but I they have like a, a really good reason. Yeah. And I, I watched Homecoming and when I watched that, I was like, wait, Michael Keaton is playing the villain? Like, dude, I watched <laughs> this guy become Batman and fight villain. I watched this man <laughs> fight Danny DeVito. Like, what? And now he's gonna be this like old dude who's trying to save his family. Like, that's cool. But then like I don't know. It was just weird just seeing Michael Keaton go from the Batman who fought the Joker, who kind of fought Catwoman, and fought the Penguin mostly. And then he's going to go and fight Spider-Man. It was just very different. To be honest, I didn't even know that was him. Like, I didn't realize it until somebody said something because, like, I've seen the Dark Knight films, but I never really paid attention to, like, how he looks. Like, I was just like, oh, he's Batman. Let's go. I never really yeah. paid attention to casting movies, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, there's only two with Michael Keaton. And then, of course, the uh, Christopher Nolan trilogy, mm-hmm. right? I think, yeah, that one, that one's my favorite. Like, I've only seen those five movies, but my favorite Batman movie is like The Dark Knight. Like, it's yeah. awesome. All right. What else do you want to talk about next? Like, um, what do you expect? Well, what are your expectations for the next Doctor Strange movie? Like, what do you hope to see? Okay, so on this, the only things I've seen from this movie is that we're going to get Doctor Strange, Wong, we're going to get Wanda, and we're going to get um, America Chavez, who we've never seen on the screen, I don't well, actually, I haven't seen Homecoming so, or whatever, the new one. Um, and then the ending in Shang-Chi was, I think I expect to see something with the Ten Rings in there. Um, I already know, like, in the new Spider-Man movie, you know, all three of them reunite. Mm-hmm. Spoiler. So, um, yeah, spoiler. <laughs> um, so I actually expect to see, like, maybe Toby or Andrew, whichever one, played a um, bigger role to be in there. And I've heard some, like, crazy stuff. Like, people are expecting the X-Men to come in, which... Oh, wow. I, I understand why. Because, like, Wanda, you know, they totally... They had us thinking we were going to get, like, Quicksilver. But no, it's stupid Ralph, but you know oh that's so stupid like just flashbacks to wandavision wasting like eight weeks of my life and then <laughs> it's just so awful but um if there's any x-men or anybody that isn't a part of the mcu but they have their own movies i would totally I think since it's the multiverse, they could somehow bring, yeah, just have Wolverine. I haven't seen any of the X Men movies, dude. Um, so I don't what? know anything about this stuff. Yeah, oh, I'm um, disappointed. So maybe him, maybe Deadpool. I think that they could bring in there, but that I don't, I don't know, man. I haven't seen those movies, and I don't. I mean, those are rated R, so I don't really think. But it would be cool to see him if they could narrow him down to a PG thirteen version. <laughs> how he would operate because like going up against villains, you know, his entire thing is regeneration. So like, yeah, 
that'd be interesting. I mean, of course, Thanos, I think, would beat him, but Thanos is gone. But um, maybe we'll get like Tony Stark. I mean, I'm watching Loki also right now. I'm on like episode three and a half. And, you know, with all the variants, we could totally see like maybe a Captain America or an Iron Man variant or a Thanos variant in the multiverse. Yeah. And that's what the multiverse is about. So it's endless possibilities. But with everything that we know that's coming, we know that, like, She-Hulk's coming, Moon Knight. Um, we're getting that secret invasion thing. Um, hmm. I forgot about that one. Yeah. So, uh, I don't really know. Oh, also Captain Marvel, because she was at the end with Bruce at the um, end credit scene in um, Shang-Chi. So, I think we could see them. Because it's like, just Captain Marvel and Bruce just show up literally everywhere. Well, not well. The it's like they're gonna be those people that you if you did not see them in the end credits scene, then that's rare, you know. Yeah. So I think we'll see along with the four characters we already know. We might see one of the X Men members, maybe one of the Fantastic Four, because allegedly they're trying to remake, like, reboot that again. Yeah. Um. So that'd be pretty cool if they gave us like a release date on that by just throwing Mr. Fantastic in there. Um but yeah, what are what are your expectations for that film? I'm I'm hoping to see that um that evil Doctor Strange. I don't know if you saw it in the trailer or not. Like well I, I don't think he was in the trailer. He might have been. I just I remember seeing like an image of him. I think he, yeah no he was in the trailer. Uh like if you I'm not gonna spoil like the ending of Spider Man but like the end credit scene it shows the trailer for Doctor Strange with like him and Wanda talking and then it's like them like him he he's like in some kind of like um court i guess it they don't it's not really explained you just like hear him that like these like people these other sorcerers talking about like like you've done something horrible cuz um whatever he's like whatever he did in um no way home kind of like messed everything up with the multiverse and then like you see like this glimpse of like the evil strange and um, if you ever saw what if um, at least I don't know how he works in the comics, but in what if he he this this version of Doctor Strange, um, he was trying to save his girlfriend because because uh, like every since situ- any situation she's in, she, like she's supposed to die in order for like time to continue. So like he tried like he tried bringing her back so many times and like practice a spell and it ended up making him like go crazy and he destroyed his own reality. So I don't know like if that's gonna be the same Doctor Strange. In this multiverse, I would love to see that crossover, though. I am hoping to see, like, a different variant of Iron Man. And also, I would love to see Deadpool come into the MCU. Of course, he'll he'll probably be censored, which will suck. But, like, if we can just get Ryan Reynolds to play as him and also come to the MCU, that would be awesome. I think that would actually fit pretty well for him. So, yeah, for me, it's more of, like, just, like, characters from, like, different series and, um universes that's like already been established yeah um yeah i think really like what you mean have said just a bunch of little different like universes that aren't connected will probably be connected the evil strange thing i think that's gonna play in and i think um agatha um i forget if she i need to go back and watch that again I forget if she died or not, but like they have the book. I think that's what hmm. people want to have in the cabin. So 
I gotta finish WandaVision. I didn't even finish it, but I, I know like Vision is I, okay. I know Vision is dead. I just don't know how the scenario plays out. And I, I'm sorry, bro. I'm sorry. I'm I'm gonna catch up. I'm gonna catch up because I didn't even start Loki yet. I don't really care about spoilers, but I I like I just know Vision is gone and she's just like super depressed now. Yeah, pretty much. Like she's just by like Vision. She's like a <laughs> emo sorcerer. Yeah. Emo Wanda. Yeah. I mean, I'll be emo too after losing my brother and my lover. Yeah. Yeah. I got another question for you. All right. Yeah. Are you ready? Okay. Yeah. So I was, I was just waiting for the go. Um, what Marvel show concepts do you want to see? All right. So, okay. Moon Knight, I know that's already out, and like that, really wanting to see. Have you already seen what the release date is for Moonlight? Yeah. Um, I I actually forgot. I remember watching the trailer. I was just so amazed from what I saw. But uh, Mm -hmm. was it? Is it this month? This February? Uh, it's March thirtieth. Which that's so far. You mean that's far, bro? We got, um, bro, we got <laughs> to wait. Us Star Wars fans, I mean, I'm super happy for this series. And honestly, Star Wars hasn't gotten the greatest concept recently. But we got to wait until like the end of April, which is basically the beginning of summer for the Obi-Wan <laughs> show. I'm like, bro, but Moon Knight's oh, going to be there. So, yeah, Moon Knight. Uh, from what I've heard about him, he's like a psychotic. It's like the Marvel's version of Batman, but dark. Ah. But I don't think as dark as Batman. So I'm wanting to see that. And um, but like other concepts, I want to see this Fantastic Four thing. That could be cool. Um, I want to see more What If, like a lot more. I remember listening to a Star Wars podcast like months and months ago, and he basically played a clip where the, some of the show creators were getting interviewed and they're like yeah it would totally be a thing to do if we had like a what if star wars and marvel which i was like wow that could be really cool and even though i haven't even started what if the entire concept of what if is cool and i'm planning on starting that um i want to see a season two of hawkeye that actually i watched wandavision and hawkeye and i'm watching loki and out of every marvel disney plus show um, Hawkeye seemed the most interesting to me, and it has been the best that I have seen, even with what I've seen of Loki. Like, mm. Hawkeye for me is way better. Um, did you watch that one? Hawkeye? Yeah. Um, no, but I heard it's it takes place like during the new Spider Man film, but I'm definitely interested to see Hawkeye. I'm, I'm actually, I might start that tonight, actually. Just catch up on yeah. these flesh shows because I am I am so behind. And then we have yeah. Daredevil too. Wait, we what? <laughs> so, well, I don't think you heard, but I saw like on Twitter, I think last night that uh, all Marvel shows that are currently on Netflix are coming to Disney Plus, and they had like Daredevil. He's like that's coming to Disney Plus as well. So I guess that like, like since he was um he was, do you care about how how much spoilers do you care about for the new Spider Man film? Oh, dude, I I don't care. I already know, like, you know, the biggest thing, I think, besides, like, the fact that Andrew, Toby, and everybody, is that 
the villains that came back, the old actors that played them got to come back too, which I thought that was really cool. And like Electro came back. So oh, yeah. I, I don't care. I already know even like the end credits on Venom 2, which I was like, all right, that's pretty, that's pretty. Young. Oh, I, I jumped up my seat when I saw that. <laughs> yeah. And um, I think I know basically what happens in uh, the new Spider-Man film. I've already had the plot described and what happens. So yeah, I'm totally good. Okay, so like basically the Daredevil that was in the Netflix series appeared in this movie as a uh, Peter's lawyer. And uh he was able to like he was able to get him like get the charges dropped because it wasn't enough quote unquote evidence. And like these people are like throwing rocks at his apartment. Like it was like it was uh Peter, Aunt May, Happy, and um Daredevil, like like but like in his lawyer outfit, and it was talking, mm-hmm. and then like they threw like his brick at him. Uh, through the window and then before peter could catch it daredevil caught it not even looking because it's you know he's blind and then it was like how did you do that he was like i'm a really cool lawyer and i didn't know who that was until like um john told me like after the movie ended so like he's, oh, yeah, master he's in the mcu now yeah master chief yeah um so i've actually not seen any of those netflix shows but the fact that they're coming to disney plus dude i'm gonna i think there's like four of them or maybe five, because I thought I saw it one time, like, they tried making a show, or they did, where, like, Daredevil, there's some, like, girl who's, like, a detective or something. I think it's Casey Jones, Luke Cage, like, they all came together. I think there's, like, four of these people. Is that, is it called like, Defenders? I forgot. I don't know. Wait, did they do an Iron Fist one or Luke Cage? Yeah, they both have shows, Luke Cage and Iron Fist. They have shows, okay. too, like, their own. Yeah, but the, they're coming to Disney+, Plus. that's that's really cool. I'm gonna watch Daredevil uh definitely first because I don't have Netflix subscription anymore. Rest in peace. And um uh, oh man, it just gets painful every day. The closer we get to Stranger Things four, the more and more painful it gets for me. <laughs> um Dang. But, yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, I did not hear that uh those shows were coming to Disney Plus. Um do you have any news on when the Spider-Man movies are coming to Disney Plus? I don't. So we did get a announcement, but oh. like it's pretty trash. So like, um, well, I don't even know how trustworthy this source is. I just, I just like looked at it on Twitter and I like just kept scrolling. It said Spider-Man, the new Spider-Man movie will be like, it's coming to streaming, but it won't be on Disney Plus or Hulu. It will be like on some some service we've never heard of, and like I just like everybody everybody in the comics was like, bro, and I was like, bro, I like Sony really does not want to share Spider Man. I mean, I get why, but like Disney's the reason why that movie is so good, why all three of those Tom Holland films are good. Yeah, but yeah, I don't think he's gonna come to Disney Plus like at all until the like until Sony eventually gives up the rights for the movie. That's probably never gonna happen. So, so, like, if you want to ever watch that movie again, you can either wait for the physical release, which is going to be way later this year, or get this random streaming service that nobody heard heard of. Yeah, I'll probably just like, I don't know, put or just get off YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I might just get the physical copy of all the Spider-Man movies and just watch them all in mm-hmm. order, and then that'd probably be the best way to do that. Um. But yeah, I know we're getting um, 
what's that called? Into the Spider-Verse Part 2. Uh, I watched about, I don't know, like half of that movie. And it was pretty cool animation. Um, that doesn't really matter, though, in the overall Marvel mm-hmm. um, story, does it? Well, you mean like... Wait, like, you mean like, it's, like is it connected? Yeah, is it connected or is it just kind of like out there for fun? Uh... Well, from well, from what the movie's telling us, it's pretty much like it's out there for fun, mm-hmm. and like we're also getting you know part we're getting the second film, which is part one because it's gonna be two parts. But I don't know if it'll ever come like crossover to the MCU since it's literally just Spider Verse. I mean, I don't know how since like we already got Spider Man crossover live action. It'll be cool, but for now, it's like its own thing. Yeah. Bringing in different Spider-Man you've never seen on screen that you know will never work on the big screen. Yeah, but yeah. twenty ninety nine will be in this one, so I'm very excited for that. Yeah, um, I'm not that experienced in the um, Spider-Man. I only know like you know, there's Spider-Man, there's Gwen, there's Miles, <laughs> there's Future Spider-Man, and then Symbiote Spider-Man. And then when I was watching the show, uh, the movie. And like Pig Spider Man and Norse Spider Man, a couple other fun Spider Mans. And then I've seen like Scarlet Spider, uh, Iron Spider, just like a couple of fun ones. And then there's like mm-hmm. billions of these spiders, and it's like one in the world. And then we got, I don't know if you saw this, but Sony's gonna make Madam Web. Um, oh, yeah. So I have no idea about that character really, and I don't know how that's gonna play out. So from what I remember, uh you heard of this game it's it's really old it was actually the very first this game ha- uh introduces like it's the very first time you've ever seen a spider-man crossover with like other spider-man it's called shattered dimensions and i played it so much as a kid i in fact i think i have it um right beside me <laughs> it's uh madam webb is in it and i don't i forgot her role specifically but she's pretty much the reason why the spider-man were able to cross over Oh, um, that'll be a fun movie if they do that entire story. Yeah. Line. So like she's like she's blind and she like sits in this chair. Yeah. But like I don't really know her powers. I just know like she's like kind of like she's just the reason all that is possible. And it's like she knows every single Spider-Man story. Like she knows everything about about Spider-Man. Like everything. Hmm, that's interesting. All right. You want to go on to the next question? Yeah. Um Which, uh, do you want to do the story one right now? Yeah, sure. All right. So I know a little bit, but uh, can you explain first and then I'll explain my experiences in uh, story writing and well, even just scripts for this. I mean, I've already written one full and um, starting on another one for the podcast. So, yeah. Oh, like, wait, are you? Am I- Wait, what was? Did you want me to ask the question? No. Do you want to just uh, explain like your experience in story writing and how you do? Oh, that? Um, oh yeah, sure. I'll yeah. Explain mine. Yeah, I just I just didn't hear the part. I didn't hear the do you part. <laughs> Sorry. It's fine. So like from my experience, I'm kind of like, I wouldn't say I step. I'm like I'm currently taking a break. I'm just like, kind of just like want to get into the like, right mindset when I do it. Um, when I first started out, which is like last year 
um when we like still doing virtual school i was like i'm like i got all these cool ideas in my head and like i was like why not write a story you know so like mm -hmm. the first the first idea the first just the, like the very first story concept i came up with was like this kid um was abandoned by his parents we don't know why um he gets put into an orphanage years later he gets adopted by this woman and then like after that <laughs> My brain goes fart. Like I like I didn't know what else to do at that point. But like the concept sounded like really cool. So like I worked on it and stuff. And then I had like more ideas come into my head. So like I was like, okay, I wanna I wanna like the ones I think that will like have a chance of starting out. I'm just writing down everything and then just work on it and like see where it leads from there. So like when I write before like I, I just like start writing like like writing a chapter or something i'll go into my notes label each section of it for like characters the description of the characters the personality traits um how they think and then like the tone of the, how i want the tone to be for this this character arc or specific chapter or like just for a, a specific moment and then like i'll plan it i'll play way ahead of the story and then i'll i'll come back to my characters and figure out how how I want them to be affected, how how like how they might react if I was them. Cause like when I write my characters or like when I'm making them, I'm not making them based off of me. I'm I'm like trying to imagine myself in their position. Like, what would I do if I was this woman? And like like from my troubled child, like from like a really bad childhood, I uh I want to take this kid in and give him like a better life than I had. How would I feel? What would I do? Or what might I do? And then, like, if I was this kid and this random person just decides to get me and I'm just trying to figure out why I'm here, what's my purpose in life, you know, I would be like, I would, I would just like be like really, I'll imagine him as like a really easy, irritated person because he's like, my life has just been trash this entire time. And like now this person is going to take care of me. I can be in danger. You know, like, I don't know what they might do to me. I try to like think of. I try to like just like think rationally about it, like not like a just like just to progress the plot. I won't just do this, no second thought. I would like just really just sit on it until like I find like a decent a decent route I wanted to go. That's like how I would do it. So like, I'll just like write notes down for like the plot, make sure I have like a good description of my characters because you can easily forget when you're writing because you're like oh, in yeah. the moment and you're like, oh yeah, this is real good, and then. You go back to it and it's like, what was I thinking? And you got to re-edit the whole thing. I say, um, from my experience, how I do it, I just take my time with it. Make sure that you have like a clear mind when you do it. Because you can, you get you like outside influence where well, like, you won't even know you had it on you until like, you know, later. So like, I'll just put, put it, put it down the table first, analyze it for a bit, leave it alone, come back. And then progress, just like take my time with it. Just like it's like it's like watering a plant, basically. You just let it yeah. grow and see, and see where it goes. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, in my experience, um, okay. So, I took this creative writing class at my school uh, last year, and so I started writing a story, and I was like, okay, what am I gonna do? I was like, you know, I don't want to really make a Western. That's going to be really hard. Plus, who reads those? Um, I mean, <laughs> there are people that do. Mm -hmm. But there's, 
it's like a it's a dying genre because nobody puts in the time and effort to go make these good westerns anymore. So like, yeah, it's kind of like the same thing. Yeah, and then I was like, okay, well, how about I do a thriller? Well, I started it out, and I actually used my care my characters were my friends. Mm. So, and I told them like, hey, you want to be a part of this book? They're like, yeah, sure. And so I start writing this. And so basically it became this long idea and I had about 15 chapters down on the first one, uh, maybe, no, maybe six and a half. And it started off like, okay, we're at summer camp and uh, there's this crazy dude who has an envy, uh, like is envious of me. And um, he has like this crazy cult or whatever. And then I was like, yeah, wait, 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 wait. And then I look back <laughs> on this, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so terrible. It's like the dialogue is cheesy like i get i like the cold idea but i didn't do it good i'm like oh this is awful so then when i went back i was like okay i basically rewrote it all to make it a thriller more like horror with like supernatural in there and so i wrote out the first one i started on the second one and i haven't picked it up because the problem is with this idea it's harder and harder the more you go because Mm -hmm. my my story started at summer camp and then my friends come in, you know, um, we lose some and then we gain some and then we lose some and then we like confront this guy, like the villain or whatever. And then he like escapes in the end of the first one. So then basically we hijack a car and go from California to uh, Las Vegas because that's near Area 51, right? So <laughs> yeah. uh, by book two, we're in Las Vegas. And then we go to Area 51. So then I have to like develop very slow character building, which was super hard for me to do because I was like, okay, with character building, you can't have it so slow and dry that it it was like, uh, I guess you could say um, some of the character building was as slow as like some of the scenes in uh, Lord of the Rings. The first one where they're have you seen those movies um no but i heard they're like really good yeah they are they are there are some slow moments though where they have to like do character building and there's like information getting explained so they mm-hmm. there's this one scene where they meet at this place i forget what it's called because i'm not like a super super big fan on them like they're mm-hmm. cool movies but they meet there and they're like talking and they're making like a fellowship and they're making the group and, like, that's kind of steadily paced. And then you'll go to this other scene where it's just, like, this guy's talking to some girl elf who's trying to, like, educate him on the ring or something, you know? Like, we, I think we had, like, Frodo talking or maybe, like, just very slow. And a lot of my character building became super slow. And then I was like, okay, how do I uh, speed this up? So then I throw, like, the monster or whatever, like, the action. I was like, okay, cool. And then I was like, okay, wait, somebody has to die. And so when you keep on getting rid of people, you can't just add people magically, you know? Yeah. Um, it has to make sense. <laughs> yeah. So I kind of just hit a block. And the way that I started out the second one, I started it because I'm actually a character in that book. I'm kind of. I kind of made myself the main character, but then made myself not the main character at the same time because the 
it's super weird. If you want to read it, you can. Um, it's pretty, like, I like to beat myself up on it. I'm sure some people say, oh, it's good. But in my opinion, it's just, it has a good idea. It's been poorly executed. But I start, like, the second book by me and my friend getting sold into Russia to be tortured. And I'm like, okay, then I'll tell the story while I'm waiting here. But then that just right there, you have to connect point A to point B. And that entire long distance in between is what I got really hung up on. Like, okay, mm-hmm. I have some cool ideas. How do I just progress this further and further? And I guess like there's the best way is maybe just don't make it about people you know. Maybe you can model them. Yeah. Like, okay, this person resembles a couple different people thrown into one in my life. Cool. So with my writing experience, yeah, you get writer's block. And for those of you who don't know what that is, just basically when you don't have any ideas um, left, like you might have the endpoint idea, but you don't have the middle ideas. So for my experience in story writing, I'm not good at the entire long stories, sadly. Short stories are much, much better at. Hmm. Nice. Um, I yeah. can definitely I I definitely understand that. Yeah. Like, it's just hard making like a you know, if you want to make like the next Harry Potter, there's a lot of dedication and it's super hard, you know. <laughs> oh yeah, that's how many books do they have for that? There's seven. And seven books? Longest, Dang. Yeah, it's over ten thousand pages if you add it all up. Mm. May no, maybe not. No, there's no way. But like nah, one I'm about five hundred to six hundred pages. <clears throat> mm. It's crazy. I think it's the uh, Order of the Phoenix. Yeah, I think it's Order of the Phoenix. But um, yeah. Do you want to have anything else to add to story writing? Um, <coughs> I think there's one thing I kind of like, just like trying to find the right words to say it to like use. Um, like when it does come to writing, mm-hmm. sometimes like when like of course there's like always a bunch of crazy ideas. Sometimes a crazy idea is not really bad to go with. I'm using an example. Um. So, like, for Naruto, Naruto, like, the very first, well, you, do you know where Naruto is? Oh, yeah. I just haven't seen yeah. it yet. Okay. So, like, um, just to sum it up, I'm just sum up the part, like, part one, because there's, like, a time skip when he's older. So, like, part one is, like, when he's, like, 12, 13. Um, he's right. just, like, this kid. He has this demon fox in him that destroyed their village years ago, but they sealed it within, uh, they sealed it in him, so it'll never, like, do anything again. But, like, people think he was the one that did it because he has it inside of him. Like, he has this monster inside of him, so people just automatically assume. So, um, so like, he's, like, he has no family. His parents died saving the village. But, like, the very first concept of it, it was, like, he had, a, there was, like, motorcycles and guns in the game. And, like, he still had, like, the fox. But, like, instead yeah. of him, like, instead of the fox being its own thing, he was able to turn into the fox. So he was kind of, like, both. And then it just, like, changed drastically over the years and then um the the writer kishimoto it's a japanese manga his editors kind of like 
gave him some characters that he didn't like didn't want to use or didn't intend to be in the story so like one of them was like sasuke and like like everybody loves him now like the show went from motorcycles and guns to him turning to a fox to him like like being like having like this ninja type of world and like the fox is still inside of him but it's more of like a um it's like a spirit animal but it's like like different kinds of animals so it kind of like like he kept some of the crazy ideas that will later benefit the story like that fox for example because at first naruto wasn't like the fox was naruto like he was able to turn into a fox and like have a tail and stuff and then it just went to it being like a spiritual animal that has like this crazy power and stuff and like it just kind of like just like had a huge change but it kept some of that craziness to it and then it just turned into like a really great story that's that's been known around i won't say the entire world but like you know a lot of countries adore it like the show is like really popular even though it's over people still talk about it to this day yeah and of course it made it to Fortnite. like one doesn't know this but yeah <laughs> yeah yeah you know i mean even with that that's good for the show because then Fortnite's played in a couple hundred countries i'm sure um mm-hmm. I mean, it is still one of the bigger games. Definitely not the biggest, but, you know, yeah. Um, all right. What else do you want to discuss next? Uh, oh, man. It's about to get a little deep. Okay. So there's like one on here. This is like more of like a personal thing for me. Well, yes, it's pretty personal for me. Like the last two topics. Um, The, first, the, the second one is how like me trying to like learn how to improve my social skills because um you know this but like for those you know well this is my first time being here i um have really bad social anxiety like i used to i used to be like i used to love being around people and like going to these um like just doing stuff with people like i kind of hated being by myself when i was like in middle school and um around the seventh grade like as soon as the seventh grade ended um i was going to finish the eighth grade and then go to this high school i was in a different state at the time and my parents was like no this school is too dangerous like it was it was actually dangerous like a kid got uh violated i won't say what happened but he got traumatized there because he got like jumped by these other guys there's just like, fights all around and stuff it's pretty just, yeah scary so like, my parents was like no you're gonna do online school for a while and like at first i was like okay it's something new i'll try it you know, me me being the ignorant child I am, I I didn't think of the worst. I was just like, let's just look at this as a good thing. And there's like nothing bad is gonna come out of it. <laughs> so like first year, um, I hated it so much. I still hate it to this day, but like I don't hate it as much as I used to. I the first year it was um eighth grade, I ended up having to repeat because like the way like it was so different from like being in the classroom. The way how the teachers taught, like teachers, they don't even teach you. They'll they'll give you like this lesson, and you'll just read it out. Like you just like read these pages, and then you do the assignment. And like I, the way how I learn, I'm like a half. Like I know like there's like visual learners, and um, you know, like you have to hear it and stuff. Yeah. For me, I'm kind of like I'm like both a little bit. It just depends on what it is I'm learning. Like if it's music, I can I rather hear it. And see it like if it's like somebody drumming, and I'm gonna learn how to like do this one trick. I have to do both, right? Yeah. And if it's like drawing, of course you have to see it. But I still th- 
think I have to like just hear the description of like how to like how you do this and do that for certain stuff. So I'm like kind of like both with the like like learning by sight and by sound. And like I really just like it was pretty much like a learn by sight for the online experience because you would just like read it out and then you sometimes watch videos, but that doesn't really help. You just read the stuff out and then like like in my own head, I'm interpreting it differently than every, like than the other students and stuff and like you don't like you know your classmates but you don't know them like you don't interact with them you just sit in like a zoom call and then you go off so like i just like got unmo like i just lost motivation and then i gave up and then you know i had to repeat that uh the eighth grade and then you know do the ninth and then i went i was supposed to come back physically in 2019 uh in 2020 and then mm -hmm. the pandemic happened so i had to do online school again but it was like after I moved, so I was gonna go to this high school, and like I was kind of glad I didn't go back physically because I was like really scared of high school and stuff. And I I still thought my social skills was up there, right? Mm -hmm. And then like as soon as um we came back, like this year, I just sucked. Like I didn't know how to like approach people. I just sat by myself, and then like like the more I avoided it, the more it just gotten worse. And like I'm at a point now where like I'll just overthink me just doing this one thing that i said to this person or or like or like what i what i did I'm like oh my god they're gonna hate me now they're not gonna talk to me or oh, look how they're looking at me look at their body language like it was just I, I would just freak out mentally and then and then like i would just like not talk to people and they'd be like oh you're okay i'm like yeah i'm okay and then mentally i'm like no somebody help me can i just like get mib just like wipe my my memory and let me start over yeah. so like i kind of brought it on myself in terms of just the eighth grade part it's nobody's fault it's online school not at, like it won't just it won't do this to everybody it just happened to me because it just wasn't for me but it was it was more of like for my safety because that's the, the high school i could have ended up in in my old state i probably 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 wouldn't be here i'll probably like be in teenage jail or whatever they call it like juvie or something yeah but like after like three years of like not talking to people face to face and then you put that on top of the COVID where you're forced to stay at home. I just like, like I, I remember how I used to interact, but like times change, like, you know, things are different now. So I'm just like trying to look like, I'm going to have to like take my baby steps again. And I, I try taking advice from people. I'll take advice from you. Like any advice is, is good advice for me. I, um, I just, it's just kind of like really not traumatizing but it's really uh it's a it's it's like a scar that will only fade it won't like i won't ever be like perfect or anything like that or like be like how i was back in middle school how i used to interact with people or like how i would take situations like now i just come up with so many scenarios just from doing one thing or hearing one thing and then my mind would just just go into like an endless possibility <laughs> like like a what if series on disney plus yeah. so yeah with that i just i try getting into more activities like uh the elevation church with the youth groups oh yeah just trying to trying to help with that go to these things called rhythm nights we do at the end of the month it's kind of like a kind of like a celebration party type thing i don't really know much about it because it, it, i'm new to it but we do these youth groups they'll put you in like a group with um kids your age and um your same gender uh, your same sex 
you know, like you guys would just, you know, interact and hang out. And that that kind of that really did help me more with um yeah. talking to people and stuff. So I'm really grateful for that. Yeah, and I think that um, you know, they don't mix the groups, which is you know, that probably helps you too. I know it you know those yeah, it's being surrounded by a bunch of guys, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, who can you can who you can relate to to some extent. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah, so um you know for me I don't know. I'm always the extrovert. Um, whenever we get new students in our classes, um, I'm the one to like reach out and be like, "Hey, you need me? Here's my number. Uh, get in contact." You know, that sort of thing. Um, and like, I haven't. My school's an online school, and thankfully, they do these things called retreats, and. Um, I've only gotten to go to one of those, um, but it was really awesome to do it. And, you know, there's, it's super weird there. Like it's bad. People like, (laughs) I mean, okay. It's not so bad, but the one that I went to, it was a little bit worse because it was like, okay, COVID, you know, it's there. And this was like, 2021 January, right? And we're meeting mm-hmm. up in Arizona. And people are like, you know, and it's just like everybody's, um, some people are more confident than the others. Um, I didn't really stress out that much. I'm like, okay, cool. I'll see my friends. And I mean, it was kind of surreal and weird because you see this kid on um, a Zoom screen and then you're like, wow, you're a real person. Um, and so, <laughs> yeah. Dang. You're real. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I kind of had that, um, even then, just seeing my friend, you know, I invited my, oh, you weren't, okay, you weren't there on that rhythm night, but I invited my friends, Braden and Truett, and, uh, you know, they just showed up, they were the only people out of, like, the, the 16 different people I invited, I was like, hey, there's gonna be a live recording, you know, and it's like, eh, and <laughs> nobody came, like, wow, Dang. but the heat, they showed up, so that was cool. And, you know, it's just, like, seeing people from your school. Like, you see them online. You maybe call them, text them. And it's like, you know they're real, but when you meet them in person, you're like, you're real. And it's like, just putting yourself out there and um, communicating is probably the best way to develop social skills. Um, you know, maybe, uh, you know, Maybe we could just do some like e group acti- activities, you know, where we go like I don't know to some place, and uh, Master Chief's like go make some friends, you know, and he yeah. walks around with us. I don't know what we do for that. Uh, you can't. I mean, you don't want to be the weird group at um, Barnes and Noble who just walks up to people. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna look so weird. But yeah. it's a good exercise. I would. I. I, I just want to meet people now. Yeah, Even though I, you know, okay. we're getting more and more group members, which is cool. Um, and we got people like you and Wes who show up all the time, and Alex, you know. And yeah. So, you know, just creating that better bond. And now that we're doing like the Bally Nights, those are really cool. So that's going to create more. So I think 
honestly just like attending those church events and like talking to people that really um are you in would you consider yourself introvert or extrovert or maybe uh extremely introvert like even though like i love people Mm-hmm. I probably wouldn't make the effort. Like, if it was just all up to me, nobody watching me, like, I would just have to do it myself. I couldn't make a friend to save my life. Like, just to, like, just to, like, just make one, like, on the spot. It takes time for me to, like, really gain, like, feel like, okay, there's, like, a relationship starting here with this person, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I'm, like, very serious about stuff like that. And, like, I, like, out, like, besides you guys, like, besides the group, other like other friends i have i'm like i'm gaining new ones like now but like what i had before you guys i had like two friends i talked to for the entirety of me being in online school and it was like my friends from, from my other school so and like i never really wanted to do nothing like if my if my family like wanted to go out and like do like a like bowling or something I'd be like yeah that'd be cool but like on the inside i'm like i just want to you know go go back in my room lay down you know, I got to go to school. I got to deal with that. Like that, that's, I, that's, I think that's why I really hate school. It's just being around people. Okay. I'm just like, I'm just too afraid of it. And like, like I have the energy for it, but like, I just don't feel like that's something for me all the time. Like it's good to meet people, but I'm more of just a introvert, more laid back, quiet type, kind of like keeps to themselves. Yeah. Well. I don't really have much more advice, so I guess just put them, put yourself out there. Yeah. So, um, this is probably a good time for my plug-in. Um, <laughs> um, I made a Discord server yesterday just for the podcast, so the link will be in the description. Um, but seriously, I know that, like, you know, when you're on, like, an online community, let's say you're, like, part of, I don't know, some, like, club online or, like, some fandom page. Um, like you're a fan of this like uh, movie star and so they have like these fandoms out there or whatever you know that's a little bit weird and uh, you know discord you know I'm trying to get used to that and that's an entire different game and it's like mm-hmm. okay I mean of course you can see each other on discord if you want but I'm more like a text guy I'm, I'm not really in like the voice channels I'm like nah but you know that is a good way I guess also um yeah, just stuff like that. Um, maybe being a content creator. Like, and what I mean by that is like this. You know, like yeah. podcasting or YouTube or, you know, you want to be that one person on TikTok, you know. You know, like, that's <laughs> you. Go do that. Um, that's probably the worst content to do. I mean, yeah, I don't know. It's... If you're trying to get rich and, you know, do that, I, I hear the algorithm over there is really good. But just stuff like that. Um, and then you want to do the last question here? Um, yeah. So, oh, it's just like, do you want me to ask it or are you going to ask it? Well, I can just, I can give you my insight. Um, yeah, let me, okay. So you wanted to know, um, learning how to accept nothing will be perfect in life, right? Yeah. Yeah, so this is something that uh, I definitely struggled with at the beginning of 2020, you know, like, right after, I remember it, last day I ever 
was in a real classroom was St. Patrick's Day 2020. They were like, all right, after this, everybody's going home, two-week quarantine, right? And then that turned into the uh, two-year quarantine. Um, <laughs> and so, you know, that was like, I'm a member of class, and that was super crazy. And just like watching, it's like COVID, COVID, COVID. And then I had to just like block it out, like, nope. No, I'm not going to listen to this. So then, you know, I was really struggling with, you know, just like being joyful, seeing the bright side, like, oh, yeah, the year will end soon. And then when we got to 2021, guess what? It didn't just magically go like they snapped it out of thin air. No, yeah. but on 20, in, during 2021, you know, that was a really crazy year for me. Um, But I got better about like just accepting like, hey. This probably gonna be here forever. We're just gonna have to battle it, kind of like you battle cancer, you know. Yeah. Um, it's just here. You know, there's more better treatments, but um, I'm trying to find some a Bible verse right here. Um, I'm actually trying to find a certain Bible story because I think that this story um really just tells everybody um that not everything will be all right um so let me say uh okay so when the serpent says you will not okay genesis 3 4 you will cert you will not certainly die the serpent said to the woman for god knows um god knows that when you eat from it your eyes will be opened and you be like god knowing good and evil when the woman saw that the fruit of the tree was good for food and pleasing to the eye and also to desirable for gaining wisdom she took some and ate it she also gave some to her husband who was with her and he ate it so that just goes to show you and then of course their eyes were open and then they saw all of the evil in the world and then sin entered the world because the devil was a serpent and lied to um we had lied and tempted eve mm-hmm. so when i read that um the reason i'm reading that is because you know when sin entered the world um nothing was going to be perfect um for a very long time um, the only time things will be perfect is when we're all gone from this world and we're in heaven. And if you chose not to believe, then, you know, you're going to go to hell and you don't actually get to, you're, you chose not to experience the perfect world. Um, so I just, you know, it's really hard. You just look for the tiny things in life, you know, you do if, journaling is your thing gratitude journals are out there it's like okay what am i thankful for today um for me quite literally my life is something which that's an entire different story that we could get into some other time but um i'm kind of abnormal <laughs> i like to call <laughs> myself the alien because i had a birth defection that i could have died from so like whenever i'm down i'm like okay what is there to be thankful for and especially now it's like elevation church my life you know especially elevation that's very prominent it's like you know 
I left one state for the other because of this church and because we trusted God. That's a huge thing that's been getting me through days. And I have like a cool school. So for you, what are some things that you really are thankful for or you love that is around you? Well, for me, um, for uh, like you said earlier, um, the church, I'm glad I'm really thankful. I was I'm able to be a part of this amazing group and just to like have like have people to talk to. Like I don't I don't feel like I'm alone anymore. Um, I'm really grateful for my parents. Uh, my um mainly my dad but also my stepmom but like my dad um when i was younger my my mom and my dad split up and like my dad he could have just you know been like the other dads and just leave but he didn't he stayed with me and like now we went we went from like living in somebody else's house and and stuff to like like moving into our own house into a great neighborhood and like we're not struggling with money no more like we're able to just like live and like you know, grow. And, um, I'm, I'm really, I'm really thankful for that. And like, that's, that was not that that was only God. Nobody else could have done that, but God, um, I'm grateful that I'm, I have, like, I'm just glad I can still, like, I have the ability to just think on my own and learn from my mistakes. Cause I could have been like in any other situation with like a birth defect, like, like something, anything bad could have happened. Cause you know, pregnancy is scary. I'm, I'm glad I, I was born healthy and stuff. I'm, I'm thankful for the things I have, even though it's like, it like it could be small stuff. To me, it means a lot because every, everything that's around me, it's like, it's a part of me. And that includes God. Like yeah. the music, music, writing. I'm, I'm thankful for my little sister. I always, I always wanted a brother. I actually cried when I found out she was going to be a girl, <laughs> but like being able to like be a role model for her and, mm-hmm. um, just like you know be there for her i like it's it's just really it's it feels it's something like i just can't really explain it's just like a really good feeling yeah yeah so yeah i'm i'm, I'm grateful for my family and things god has blessed me and given me even though i lost a lot on along the way it doesn't the things i lost doesn't doesn't equal up to the things i've gained and what uh, i will gain in the future yeah yeah same here, like what you said with your sister. Um, you know, there's family members of mine that are younger than me, and they, they look up to me. At first, I was like, I, I actually thought to myself, like, why, why would you look up to me? You don't truly know me. I'm not who you think I am. But then I got past that, you know, mentality. It's like, no, I understand why they look up to me. And yeah, everybody has their mistakes in life. And everybody, you know, has their ups and downs and you can't just look at yourself when you're when you're an inspiration to others for whatever reason that is i don't know yet um hopefully someday i'll be able to sit down and talk to my cousin like hey what well actually i might know for some but it's just like just take it as what it is and enjoy it because you know you're inspiring somebody to be a better person or to go and get interested in this one thing, you know? Um, so that, that's how I started to view um, inspiring my cousins, I guess. And um, a certain cousin of mine has inspired me in many ways. And, yeah. So, 
with the entire everything's not great in life, well, yeah, it's just, you know, it's super, I know it is harder sometimes than not to focus on the good things like, oh, um, I live here, or, oh, I go to this church, you know, or, oh, I have food, you know. It's much harder to look at that in mm-hmm. all the chaos around, but it's always good to look in there. And that's what I would say for that. But, um, well, um, yeah, I, that's, 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 that's like the best, that's the best way to put it. Like not like, even though like it will be a struggle until like, you know, the day you pass, doesn't mean it's going to be like struggles can be the only thing you experience like it, it's not it's only temporary same thing with happiness like happiness and sadness they they're temporary but when you when you're living through that moment i think it's always good to look back and just be like wow i made it through it you know and look where i am now and then it, it just it just it just helps you grow it's it's like a <sighs> it's, it's like well not like a checklist but it's just it's like a really good way to just kind of like digest of like where you are and like and where you was in the past it's like like it's, it's like it's just like a really good it's just a really good not mindset but like it's it helps you just like sit like just sit back and just take it all in instead of just sitting in the moment like all the time because you could be missing something else so yeah i um i, I say it's the same thing for me like even though like nothing's sunshine and like not everything is perfect as uh, the title of the topic was, it doesn't mean, it doesn't mean like everything would just be bad for like, as long as you live, there's always a bright side to something, even, even though it's hard to find it, it's there just waiting for you. Yeah. All right. So is there anything else you want to discuss? Um, we could take this anywhere else. Um, Anything on the top of your mind? Anything? Um, um anything else? Uh, I think I that's it. Yeah. <laughs> well, at least for, for now. I mean, I'm just pretty much just trying to think about not to say the wrong word or anything. Because <laughs> your pod, your I, 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 I don't know why. Let me just like just say this to you. I don't know why, but the idea of you having a podcast, I am just so excited for it. Like, I, I just can't wait. I can't wait to listen to your episodes, man. Yeah, thanks, man. I'm excited for it, too, because I get to make content, which is something that um, I discovered, like, last year. Like, oh, yeah, I like creating stuff. So it's really fun for me. Um, and yeah, it's going to be a pretty cool journey. Um, yeah, I think you all should expect um definitely and i changed the schedule to mondays and wednesdays so twice a week um so y'all should be expecting a i think we're gonna do a super star wars episode um on wednesday so hopefully that gets you into star wars josh and um explains <laughs> a lot of things it's i hope i did a good job explaining i wrote a like a seven page script on this and did a Ooh. lot of research um 
that's some crazy stuff that I put into it. But, you went all out. Yeah, we'll have that. Um, I'm working with some other guys. I'm working with like, you know, Chief Chief John, you know, Master Chief. Um, working on him to do a, uh, a Batman movie review with me. Uh, we're gonna review, hopefully, the entire Christopher Nolan trilogy and the duology with Michael Keaton, and uh, so the Tim Burton ones. Um, and I think I'm hoping Wes will come on. He just has a complex set schedule, you know. Yeah, I got you. He's very like tight, very busy. Yeah, but at least he makes it to these ballet nights and rhythm nights, and then. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was great having you on, man. Thank you. I, I, I appreciate you having me on. Of course. And I'll have you on um if you want more than definitely more than once. Um I just gotta plan out some topics to talk about. That's the only thing. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, anytime, man. Anytime. You know what we should do? Oh my gosh, hold on. Let me check the schedule. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Uh Oh, that's a Friday. Oh, okay. So like March, either fourth, fifth, or sixth, we should try to get as many group members from the E group, so we can re- like just you know just sit here for like an hour and just talk about how awesome the uh, Elevation album is going to be because that releases on Friday. But yeah, we should totally do that, dude. So just I a mean, huge plug. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think we should uh, plug in that. I, I, oh, I think oh yeah, I'll I'll love to just have like a huge group just like of people in like one podcast. I always wanted to do that. Yeah. yeah. All right, man. Well, it's good talking to you. I'll talk to you later. Um, and everybody, don't forget to leave a review. I don't care if it's pessimistic or nice. Um, <laughs> just leave a review that helps um, leave a rating and check in the description for the discord group that um, I have created <laughs>